The best comedians live the darkest lives. Duh. Because, you know, in reality, when you really been through some tough shit, you must have the hardest last. It only makes sense. It only makes sense. So we're going to talk about some of my favorite comedians, um, funny people in my life that I appreciate, shit that they've gone through, and some about me, too. Let's go. What y'all know about this um, tension tamer tea? They got ginger in there. They got um, peppermint. Uh, some tangy lemon. I like it at night when I'm trying to mellow out. Mellowing out. But yeah, this episode is about, you know, comedians having dark past and people who are really funny in life having dark past or, you know, certain levels of life that a lot of people want to be able to grow from and coming out that shit flawless. Not flawless, like no problems, but like flawless, like you would never think that this person like went through what they went through and became who they are in front of you until you ask the question until they offer you you know a little background on what they've been through or where they came from and in my life I've come across some funny people some uh, naturally put a smile on your face type people and I love to be around people like that because in life I think a lot of people take themselves too serious all the time a lot of times I think people think everything is always black and white if it's not this then it must be that and that's not true and a lot of times for me to get through a lot of dark moments in my life personally I had to find something funny in order to have a little joy at the shittiest moments and that's just natural so like my favorite comedian is Richard Pryor and if there was a book written about him I probably have it if there was a book um, talking about his life I already have it his daughter wrote a book from her perspective of who he was I have it I love Richard Pryor Um, since I've been younger, um, I just always wanted to stay up and watch his comedy specials with my dad, but I'm not supposed to be watching it. If he sent me to my bed, I would like to come downstairs and just watch it, like, from the second living room in the back. Um, I have the DVD, um, of one of his specials with him in that red suit. Uh, I just love the fact that he could smile through the craziest scenarios that he's gone through. You know, his grandmother was um, a madam. She ran a brothel that his mother worked in. His father was a pimp. You know, he knew a lot of grown people issues very young. 
He explored a lot of moments throughout his life with drugs. Um, he loved women. And it's so funny because his mannerisms and, you know, that mustache he had and his love of women remind me of my father because that's how my father was. Like, I remember, you know, my dad went to, like, a Catholic church. My mom went to a Pentecostal church in Philly. Um, I don't remember him ever coming to the church my mom went to, but sometimes... He would take me to his church, and sometimes I would go with my mom. But either way, he would drop us off at church and pick us up. And he will drive towards the house, drop my mom off first so she could get started on dinner, and then take me and my youngest brother to um, go play his lottery. He would play the lottery every Sunday. And on his way to the lottery, he would pick up women. Not like physically pick them up, but like... Um, talk to them outside the window, honk, get their numbers while me and my brother was in the back. I'm talking about man had no shame, but he was so open about who he was, whether you liked him or not. Um, always down for a dirty joke. Always down to call you whatever he wanted to call you in front of your face, in front of your mother, in front of your grandmother tell you straight however he thought about it didn't care what you were gonna say didn't care what you were gonna do because he kept this thing all, all the way cocked ready so you know he was just that type of person and I'm not saying he was the best person on earth because he clearly wasn't um his personality was hard to be around for a lot of people um and maybe that's why the older he got, the lonelier it got for him. But as far as, like, funny and always cracking a joke and laughing, yeah, that was him. Even when, you know, he was around his friends in the barbershop. He owned a barbershop. Um, he also owned several properties he would, like, flip and make money from in Philly. And it was all over the place, but... He was a funny old man. And even with that, him and Richard Pryor kind of look alike. Except my father was a heavier, like heavier set. And he was like 6'3". He was an old man. Um, and he was Jamaican. But his accent wasn't really thick. Um, but, you know, he had his own views on a lot of stuff that I didn't agree on. Um, we agreed on some things and we disagreed on a lot of things. Uh, but for the most part... He brought some shit to my life that I didn't like. Um, but instead of that break me, I think it made me uh, just be open to people a lot better, a lot more. Um, and just situations not being, quote unquote, cookie cutter. Because I know everybody's not cookie cutter. Like, if you think about it, other comedians like Joan Rivers grew up as a loner created this huge career for herself she passed yes but come on now like don't ever think because someone is the way they are as a child teenage years young 20s that they're not gonna evolve into who they're supposed to be people do bill cosby grew up 
with an alcoholic father made a whole career we not about to talk about the shit that he in right now but i'm just saying this man made a whole career no matter how he grew up uh he grew up in the projects you know his father was very abusive um most comedians in their early stages of life uh suffer from depression um their moods throughout their life has always been like up and down i mean steve harvey at one time in his life he lived out his car um jim carrey at one time in his life was homeless like people go through shit and their personality, the way that they could light up a room, the way that they could make somebody laugh is ridiculous. Like, you would not imagine. And for me, you know, going throughout school, no one would ever think that, you know, I came from a household where, you know, my dad was very distant and not affectionate. And my mom was always sick. Like, my mom's been taking 13 pills a day since she's been nine years old. My mom just turned 65, and, you know, when she was an infant, uh, she's one of 13. The doctors told my mom that she wouldn't have lived till she was one. She wouldn't make it. And the fact that my mom is still kicking with having, you know, two or three strokes, um, I want to say two heart attacks already. She has fibromyalgia, hypertension. She's a diabetic. Um, uh, stage 2 MS uh, bad arthritis Uh, when she sleeps her heart stops sometimes Um, at one point in time I want to say when I was 7 or 8 me and my youngest brother was in a foster home because my family is a piece of shit relative wise Um, and you know didn't say anything to nobody didn't show up Um, We were in foster home for about a month and a half or so. And even through that, my personality with friends that I've had since elementary to middle school to high school to college, the work has always been the same. Like, nothing bad in my life has shifted who I am to other people. You know who my personality is I like to laugh through my day whether it's really good whether it's really shitty um, you know since I've been young I had to deal with abuse you know on different levels from people I'm related to um, people who I just felt like supposed to be really close to me treat me really well and didn't but at the same time you have to learn to laugh through a lot of shit and become who you're supposed to be and not really worry about what somebody did and how long that's gonna stick with you and how it's gonna change you and how it's gonna make you a bitter um mean hateful person because you don't need to be you know if you want to be the greatest person at what you love to do be the greatest person in what you love to do you know um you know back to my mother my mother loves to laugh very silly I think that's where I get her from um she has over a hundred laughs 
Uh, my friends would say I have over a hundred different laughs. Um, but you would never get, you know, the fact that she's been depressed or she's, uh, been in and out of the hospital or she's been like very sick or she has like five, you know, children and she's gone through the worst type of stuff or she's like spent so much time doing for others and she's just like at an age now where she just wants to relax and be with the person she wants to be with and that's fine I love it and everything but you know it's hard for a person who likes to do for other people find their happiness and right now I hope that she's finding her happiness in Florida you know doing what she loves to do I think Florida is for old people that's where they like to go Me, personally, I just, you know, how I grew up makes me, um, forces me to do a lot of things that make me happy. Um, as a mother, it forces me to, uh, make sure they stay children as long as possible. Like, I don't want them ever to be a child's age dealing with adult problems, I don't ever want them to think about, you know, me not having enough money to do X, Y, and Z of something they need. I don't want them ever to miss out on um, a childlike experience because I'm still dealing with things of my past. And I just make sure they really enjoy themselves and they enjoy my friends and family that I keep around. And they enjoy uh, exploring life with me um and if they have to be with other people I just make sure I trust other people around them and through like comedy that's where I find my peace I find my peace around um people who like to laugh and enjoy shit and call shit what it is um straight shooters um I find my joy around people who don't care about what other people think um, and just are very open and um, just willing to be better tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Not really like dwelling on all the things that didn't go right today. Like that is where I find my peace. And uh, the best comedians have the darkest things to talk about. But the way that they portray, like, a story or tell, like, a story is the best shit. Um, The way that they uh, talk about the ills of their life is the best shit. Um, Musically, I think I listen to music the same way, too. Like, when I listen to music, I usually like artists that are good storytellers, like um, Nas, um, Biggie Smalls, who else? Uh, Gangstar. Like, I like people who can really paint a picture with words. Um, and I like people who are very expressive about themselves and really don't care about what somebody is assuming and just tell it like it is. And comedy, if you are somebody out there who... Is dealing with some type of depression or is going through some type of hard time just find something to laugh at or find um, a comedian that can make you laugh 
saying? Uh, find something interesting. And if you need to laugh at that shit for 10 minutes, laugh at that shit for 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny now um, how the explosion of social media comedians and social media um, funny people are getting like commercials and they're getting like um, TV shows and movie um, scenes and things. But the reality is the more bad things that happen throughout life, the more people need to laugh. And as long as people need to laugh through sadness and need to laugh through unhappy times and through um, loss, um, there's going to be more comedians. I mean, that's just natural because that's a need. Um, And people who can feed uh, people happiness through laughter and a joke those people are gems and if you could do it through the truth and it's funny hello like those people are gems and I, that's why I love um comedians who've gone through some shit you know what I'm saying and have a story to tell and have some truth to give and through all of that they can smile through it and um feed their families and give back to people who don't have and still have something to be grateful about and still have something to achieve and still get jobs through movies, shows, commercials, um, whatever. Like, I'm for it because through all the negative shit that I've gone through, happy people, that's like what I need. Uh, Funny people, that's what I need. My favorite uncle, um, Ron, like, he was so funny. Like, any party, if he came into a room, if he walked into a store, if he went shopping together, one thing he could do is make somebody laugh. He don't care where we are, who you are, if he knows you, if he doesn't know you. Like, his personality was straight. Like, if it was something that you were thinking and I were thinking you didn't want to say, I guarantee you he's going to say it and he's going to say it and tell you like it is. And I enjoy people like that. Unfortunately, he passed, but, uh, and I miss him. I miss him a lot. But people like that are like one in a million gems. And you need to keep people like that around. And people like that need love too. I don't think there was ever a month that went by since I've known him that I didn't like hit him up through text or call him and just tell him I love him. Because people like that who um, give happiness to other people and give laughter to other people, they often get forgotten about because people think that they're always all the time good. And they're not all the time good. Like, he suffered through depression in his life. um, And he was, you know, at one time in a you know crazy institution because he just got to a point in his life where he he made himself a hit list of all the people he was going to kill for whatever reason for whatever they did throughout his life and Chrissy's here he got to a point where he had to um you know come out of that and yeah he came out of that but at the same time you got to be open to happiness get your happiness people